Hi, this is Treehugger21, and you're listening to the Cashers Corner Podcast. Welcome back to the Cashers Corner. We're your hosts, Reverend Slippery and Zor, as always. So uh, this is the uh, March 2013 podcast. We skipped February because, quite frankly, I was too lazy to find the time to do it. That's such a short month, too. It's yeah, it is. To fit one in. It is a short month, and you know, I mean, we 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 try to get it every month, but you know, globe trotting gets in the way. <laughs> well, globe trotting and just yeah, regular uh, regular schedules stuff. But we uh, we have a good episode up uh, lined up for tonight. We have a special guest, Treehugger21, who's going to talk to us about the uh, Maritime Mega Event. So uh, we got some really good stuff out of that. Um, and just our regular, you know, beacon off about all the regular normal stuff that goes on in the last month or so. Regular and normal. You're using that term loosely, right? <laughs> yeah, truly enough. So um, so I guess we'll go through some of the, the regular news. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be one of our topics for to, uh, for today, which is the the big news that geocaching.com hit 2 million geocaches. Woohoo. So this is uh this is kind of a milestone for them. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as a as a topic of the month. Um so you know, maybe you've you've contributed it to uh to that 2 million because obviously it went from 1 million to 2 million in uh far less time than it took to get to 1 million. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um the rest of the news is kind of centered really around some Cash Up New Brunswick stuff, um, just things that you may or may not be aware of. Um, so I posted a thing re- uh, recently about the t-shirts, yes. asking for some feedback on you know whether people wanted gray or white or the small logo and big logos, that kind of stuff. I want my mesh tank top with my Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Your mesh tank top. Mm-hmm. So it, it does appear that the, the majority are going for a small logo on the front with the big picture on the back. That mm-hmm. seems to be the... Uh, the consistent one, and it's kind of 50-50 on the white versus gray, so I, I might see if we could do both, Well, depending on what people want. I don't think it would be too much of a trouble to get, if you're getting enough of them, yeah, white or gray won't my, my My only thing was is that I don't know how well the, the logo will look on a gray shirt, because the logo's really designed to be on white, but I don't know how well it would turn out on gray, and I don't, you know, I just don't want it to look bad, but... You know, if only you could use a computer and do something like that. <coughs> well, you know, I haven't got that far yet, but anyway. So uh, yeah, I, I put that thing there in there about the shirts, and I was basically mentioning the fact as a, a follow up that uh, this is kind of our year for swag. Year of the swag is that a Chinese thing? <laughs> yeah, year of the swag. Year of the swag. So um, what will it be next year? We can see. Yeah. So this is actually just a couple of days ago. Cash up your Brunswick turned three years old. So this is actually our, our... We didn't have a cake or anything? No cake, no uh, no candles, no fireworks or anything. Oh. Um, so last year when we had our anniversary, we, we launched the new website with the new look. Um, this year is, is just, you know, just regular other year, but... No swag! Yeah, that's what I was just getting to. Oh, fact. sorry. So 2013 is kind of our year of swag. So the, the there's three things that I'm willing to commit to for 2013. One, which was shirts. It's the first thing that I started working on. Let me tell you. Trying to get a picture, because I'm working on a picture of the province with, like, the geocaches yeah. that are on the province. Trying to take a regular old image and put geocaches on it so that it, they're in the right spot, a lot harder than you might think. Let me tell you. It doesn't I, have to be accurate. No one's going to use their shirt to well, cash. Well, no, I know that, but I didn't want to just randomly put caches on there. There's a shirt on, cache on your shirt right here. <laughs> I didn't want to put it random. I wanted to try and make it yeah. as close as possible. Um, but shout out to Aussie Explorer. I learned how to use oh, Aussie yeah. Explorer yep. to plot uh, geocaches on a, a regular, like a PNG or a JPEG image. Yep. I learned how to do that, and thanks to Aussie, I think I've gotten, I've made some headway on the uh, the back image. So keep up the good work. Uh, yeah. So t-shirts, uh, stickers will be coming out. So the plan is to have a sticker you can wrap around a thirty-five millimeter canister. Um, and so some that's promoting micros. Well, you know that's what people. Get a gusher like that. He's got a bunch ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I mean, I, that's what people tend to hide nowadays. So I'm kind of rolling with it. And then they're not too expensive to get made to get the little uh, two yeah. two inch by one inch stickers. Um, and so we'll have those for sale, but we'll also be giving them like a bunch away at events and stuff like that. And the only other one that I will go on record to saying is sometime before the year is up, we're going to do a coin. 
So people have been asking about a Cash App coin since Cash App started. Because I remember Ted Gusher yeah. asking, when are we getting the coin? When are we getting a coin? So And it's going to have to be a nice coin, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost 12 15 bucks for a yeah, decent it, coin. Yeah, it, it's not going to be a $10 coin. It's not going to be a $10 coin. It'll be something I would like to actually go with like a 1 and one and 7, like 1 and 3 quarter inch or 2 inch coin, something larger. Yeah. And I'd like a shaped coin, but it'll kind of depend on cost and that sort of thing. Uh, but that will come this year, so I, I don't know when. I still have a whole pile of race coins that I never got rid of, but the uh, the Cash App coins will definitely be coming out this year. Uh, and I have looked a little bit into lanyards, because I know people expressed interest in lanyards. They're expensive to make. They are expensive to make. To, to get a really, really nice one, like yeah. the idea I had for one was going to be like, you know, major cha-ching. So. Well, the Canadian Casher one that Gwen was selling. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cash those, was selling. those are really nice. And they're going, what is she selling them for? Five bucks? Yeah, something like that. So I, I don't know how. Yeah. It's, 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 the, the prices I got, because I went to the place you yeah. talked about where you got the, the, uh. Red Moncton? Yeah, the Dobson. Maritime Dobson, Preston. Maritime yeah. Preston. Yeah, I went there and she gave me some pricing, which wasn't too bad, but it's only like one in two colors. And yeah. I actually wanted like. You know, the one with the forest look that we have, with the that yeah. we use as part of our banners, something like that, which would look really sharp on a trackable lanyard. Trackable would be awesome, but then you're getting into money there. Well, I thought about trackable for shirts, because people are, you know, I've got yeah. a trackable shirt too. You could put the code on the sleeve, right? But then it's going to be cost for the, uh, for the codes, and the price of getting the printed is going to go up considerably. Each shirt has to have their own. Each computer. shirt has to have its own code. So I, I doubt that that will happen, but, you know, something to something to think about. What about a trackable piece of duct tape? <laughs> a trackable piece of duct tape. You just stick it on your sleeve. Yeah, we could do that. A trackable, uh, trackable duct tape, trackable canister, maybe. Yep. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to mention with regards to Cash Up, and this is, you know, uh, yeah. you and I were taking part in this as well, was... Uh, so... Cash Up is a website, but we're also, I don't want to call us, I never liked using the term association because we're not an association, no, not. but we are a website and we're kind of <coughs> sort of going down that organization road almost because of some of the things we're doing. Um, but we did get hit up, geez, it was quite a few months ago now, mm. from the Moncton Nature Club to do a course on uh, GPS. Yeah, it had nothing to do with geocaching. Yeah, it was just, I don't even, where did they get our name from? Was it Fundy? Through Fundy, yes. Yeah. So they got our name through the contacts at Fundy and said, oh, talk to Cash Up, and we, we did that, and that went over really well. There was a yep. big turnout. I, I enjoyed that. Um, so as a result of that, we ended up doing the same thing. Well, the fire hall, when I called the book yeah. fire hall for the um, Your Where I Go event. Okay. I was talking to the chief on the phone. He says, what's this geocaching stuff? I've heard about it. So I explained it to him, and he says, you guys know how to use GPSs? And I said, we're probably the best ones around to know how to use them. So that's when he asked us if we could come in. And we gave them a recommendation on what to buy. They bought 62 S's. Yeah. We picked we, up a couple. We did four four classes, right? Four four sessions with each crew. Yeah. Teach them how GPS works and how to use the one that they bought. Yeah, and it was, that went over, with the exception of the first one. The first which night. Got, first night got cut off because they were really busy that they, night. Yeah, I think they had two or three calls, and they just said, go home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we're good. But the rest of them, the rest of the sessions we did went over, like, we had we were able to do a full session. It wasn't, uh, you know, very few few to yeah. no interruptions, and they seemed to go really, really yeah. well. People were really, really happy with that. So uh, we made a little bit of money from that, which is what we're going to use for some uh, prizes and part of this swag to pay yeah. for some of that kind of stuff. <laughs> so that was really good. Um, a couple of other things to add to that is, interestingly enough, I we got an email from another geocaching website. Uh, it's actually a uh, geocaching supply site called The Cacher's Corner, shares the same name as this Cash podcast. Cashier's Corner Store. Yeah, the Cashier's Corner Store, which I thought was kind of funny. And so they uh, they wanted to talk about, you know, sponsoring a podcast and giving away some prizes. So um, next month you'll probably hear a little, you know, a little blurb about them. Yeah. And uh, they're going to give away some, uh, a little bit of giveaways. Uh, so while we're on the subject, this, yeah. uh, this month we're, uh, this particular episode, yeah, I'll put on my advertising hat, it's a, uh, Brought to you by Cash Emporium, which is the official geocaching supply store for Cash Up New Brunswick. Um, it's run by Milo's Heart out of Fredericton, and they currently run their store off of Facebook. So just go into fa Facebook and look up Cash Emporium. Uh, really, really good stuff. They were at the Ice Walk. I bought a few things from them. Uh, really, really good people to deal with. So a little, uh, little plug for them today. Yes, and Cash Up NB isn't getting nothing from this 
anything that they give us is prizes to give away. Yeah, exactly. We don't get no money. No, no, no. We're, we're not. We're, yeah, just in case, because I know people yeah. like, oh, well, now you're you're promoting. No, no, no. We're, we don't make any money mm. or nothing like that. Anything that we're going to get, we're just giving back to our, our readers. Yeah, and, and we're going to let give whoever gives it away the credit. Yeah, exactly. So of who's doing it? Yeah, it's so not, we'll, it's not us. Yeah, we. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I don't need anything yeah, either. So. Um, lastly, uh, we got an email from the folks running the Harvey Outdoor Adventure Show on April 27th. Uh, so that's in Harvey, New Brunswick. So we're going to have a table set up there for, uh, for that particular one. I don't know if you'll be with, you know, you'll be around at that particular day, but I don't know either. (laughs) So, uh, um, but I, I told them, I haven't filled out the form and sent it to them yet, but I did tell them that we would go and they're, they're going to give us a 10 by 10. So where's that going to be? Uh, Harvey, New Brunswick. Where's Harvey New Brunswick? Near Fredericton. It's on the other side of Fredericton. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, that yeah. way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not on this I, side. It's on the west side of, like, just yeah, past yeah. Fredericton. Oh, that's not far. Yeah, it's not bad. So uh, they were really key. They wanted to have a, a geocaching presence there. Um, I have no idea where they got our name. I'm assuming through a, a ge- fellow geocacher. Or yeah. They saw the name somewhere. So, yeah, we'll have a table there for anybody that's interested. So that's that'll be the weekend after the Bye Bye Winter Bash weekend. Yes. Because uh, I know that that weekend is, is supposed to be the weekend before that, the weekend of the 20th, which I will not be able to go to, which kind of sucks. But Yeah, I can't go to the bye-bye. But I didn't play anyway. I made <laughs> one claim all winter. I, I did five, five or six. I really wanted to play. I really so did. did. I. I really wanted to, and then I just... I got so so swamped with work and just my own personal life. I just life. didn't geocache much. And uh, so I, I, I filed I filed one, I did like an out-of-province claim, and I did an out-of, I think I did a claim either when I was in London or the U.S., one of the, I can't remember now, but I've done like four or five, so yeah. I'll get my name entered once for a prize, and that'll be it, so. Yeah, I hope I don't win. <laughs> it's not a, not a big deal. Um, recent events and caches. Um, so there were a couple of Groundhog Day events I saw. There was none of the Moncton area, but there was a couple of them I saw. How did those go? I have no if, idea. <laughs> if the host saw a shadow, the, there was another event in six weeks? Yeah, maybe that's how it goes. I'll have to look for more <laughs> events. Um, as always, we have the breakfast. Uh, there was a River, Riverview Winter Carnival, which I missed, but you were yeah, at. Yeah, we had probably 50, 60 people come out. Wow. Not all casters. Really? Yeah, we had, the town had brought out some hot chocolate and hot dogs and marshmallows. And wow. Gave out, uh, they gave out some toques and some mugs and some tickets to a show that was playing the next night in the Riverview Arts Center. Wow, so that's... Yeah, we had a good crowd there. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a... Because I know the last time they did it, when I was there, where they had a huge, huge crowd, and that was when they did the coin, too, though. Yeah, and they did two campfires, because the Scouts did one on Tuesday. We did ours on Saturday. Oh, really? And I know the one that Scouts did on Tuesday had well over 100 people. Wow. Jeez. And then ours, the weather wasn't as good, I don't think. I can't remember. But we had we had a nice crowd there. That's good. I'd say though. we had at least thirty to forty cashers. Okay. And then some families that weren't cashers. Okay. And a couple of people asked me, "What's geocaching?" So I had a chance to talk to them. Well, that's and and the, the town promotes it as a like a town event yeah. kind of you know uh, sponsored if you want to call yeah, it by year, us. We, this year we didn't do the uh, geocache coin challenge. We took a break from it, and uh, we'll, but it's coming back. Yeah. It will definitely be here this summer. Hopefully, maybe a little bigger. Depends how much, how deep their pockets are. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's for the Sunfest. For the Sunfest, we'll, okay. do, we'll do a nice a nice big uh, coin challenge for that. Sounds good. Um, so our last podcast, we talked to Ranger, and uh, he had his uh, March the 104th event. Where there was yep. another one of those that just went on, which was really, really cool. Um, and the last major event was just literally a few days ago was the Ice Walk. Yes. So, um, you know, we, we, both you and I went out, I took the, uh, took the wife and kids with me and we went out to the event itself. I didn't do any hiking, didn't do any caching, but did go to the event. It's the first time they had the event in a hall. Mom and Pa decided it was too yeah. big for their house now. Well, they started in the small hall and once they realized how many people were there, the, uh, I don't know, the manager, the caretaker of the hall moved them into the big hall. Really? Because they were going to do it, be in the small room. We said, get over in the big room. So they moved them over. Wow. And, uh. Yeah, I think there was well over a hundred people. Pa said. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's gotten bigger every year. And yeah, and it was nice. It was a little. Not that it wasn't organized at their house, but Hermans and Chatelaine took over the, uh, the checking people in. And yeah. Doing, and doing the prizes, quite a few prizes. They raised a, a good bit of money. I don't think anything came out of Mom and Pa's pocket. That's great. Well, if it did, they won't admit it. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was it was nice. The food was good. And yeah, food was really really good. Uh, I saw I talked to Nova Scotia cashers and Fredericton cashers and PEI cashers. Yeah, people from everywhere came out to that. So it's from it's, up north they come down. It's it was really nice to see that you know because uh, it's a really unique event. Like unique, 
unique. It's a really unique event with the hike across the island, whether you're doing Shediac Island yeah. or Kokan Island, yeah. and that's even if you don't do the hiking, if you just go for the sake of the event, it's it's always a big well, crowd. Technically, events are send on their own. Well, yes, people this go cash, and you can't organize a yeah, cash well, Yeah. So you know, hey, if anybody wants to walk to the island, go and meet back here after. Yeah, exactly. So sort of like the race for cash. Yeah, same idea. Go, go play, go play in, in a game, and then when you're done, come here for an event. Come here for the uh, barbecue. So, which is totally independent from the race. <laughs> which, since you speaking bring, of race, yeah. speaking of race, since you brought it up, and I did put it on the uh, the race for cash uh, Facebook page. So anybody that is curious, there will not be a Moncton race for cash this year. Um, so I I've been running the event for five years. And um, I just just decided that you know we're not done doing it because I actually had considered stopping the, yeah, the event for good, yeah. um, but uh, we just decided between me because my wife does a lot of the help with me and, and she helps stuff envelopes and print things and and help organize a lot of stuff and we just kind of decided that we wanted a year off we wanted to take a break um, and just you know we've done five years in a row so there won't be a race for cash this year. Uh, but 2014, we will see a, a race for cash event. I can I can guarantee that. Um, no coin, but it'll it'll be uh, you know same as always. You can expect uh, lots of interesting tasks and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully, uh, have to top all the ones I did last this year. This is a good summer to take off. You're traveling a lot, and we have a mega coming up. Yeah, the 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 thing with the mega is a really good uh, is a good one because it's 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 a huge event that's going on in July. And if people are going to come out to an event and take time off, they're probably going to do it for that. So, you know, it's 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 better for the Mega. I think not that the Race for Cash is that huge of an event, but it it does draw significant numbers. Um, and I'd rather see people put their time and effort into the Mega uh, versus a, an event that I do. And Heath will be happy. He'll be yes. Able to <laughs> first, his, he'll keep his first to finish uh, title for at least another year. Well, he, uh, Ninja Jedi, they got it last year because Heath didn't run in the race last year. Oh, so so he didn't get it, but uh, because he didn't, uh, Ninja Jedi and Lexa Mizzou, yes. they that was their that was their focus. Well, he because, was partners with Heath the first or second year. Yeah, they they were together, and then yeah, this this particular because I remember yeah. Stephen saying, yeah, like yeah. that's that's all they wanted. They wanted that first to finish prize, and yeah. they they got it. So, um, I forgot to mention it in our news. Um, yeah, we can throw it in here now. Yeah, because a lot of people have been asking. So uh, we're going to just, Kenny, you want to kind of address the uh, the questions regarding the big fundy event that comes up in May? Yes. Well, with the cutbacks in the park, I wasn't sure what was going on. So I sent an email off to uh, Robin, who was our, our uh, park contact for last year and helped us organize it. And she is not going to have that portfolio this year. And she, because uh, I had a personal Gmail account, I didn't have a work email address. So I think that's why she answered me. She said that uh, another uh, person at the park would be taken over and gave me their contact. And I've emailed that person, and there's, I'm not going to say the person's name, um, no answer yet, and uh, nothing. So that obviously they're not at work. Yeah. We have two months before, roughly, two, two months and a, and a week or two, and uh, it's getting tight. They still have to organize, get budgets, get approved, get a coin designed and ordered, so it's not looking good. Not looking good for the May long weekend, so I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So we'll have to just yeah. Play things gonna, last year it happened very quickly. Yeah, it did. Last year it was, it was like bang, 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 yeah, and it was done. Done. And I know that with the wood coins, it doesn't take as long. Like the I, I know they still need that lead time, but yes. they, they don't. I know that it's it's easier to get a wooden coin done in a shorter period of time versus a metal yeah. coin. Um, the main thing is trackable. For, I think yeah. for most people, they don't yeah. want a coin that's not trackable. Yeah. So I think the, the, the big thing to say is that, you know, we don't know. So you can ask all you want. Like we, yeah. you know, our plan has always been the May long weekend. Yeah. That's we don't keep secrets. When we have something that we can tell people, we tell people. We'll let yeah. them know. Hey, look, we're starting to plan this now. It's going to happen. Yeah. Because people are looking to book dates and figuring things out. Yeah, we've had a handful of emails, people asking about, yeah. you know, when is the event? Is it happening? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, really brutal honesty. We just, we don't know. There is no straight answer. It's completely in Fundy's hands. It's up to yeah. them to, to make the call. And so. we don't know this new contact. I've never met him. Yeah, so... I as, said as, him. Yeah. Never met him. <laughs> so as, as soon as we know, you know, definitively one way or the other, yes. you know, we can we can let people know either through the podcast or a news item yeah. on the website. So. Yeah, well, we'll get the event listing up as soon as possible. To yeah, get the event up, absolutely. Because that can go right away. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So anyway, we'll, we'll see how that goes because we do want to make changes. I know I was already talking to the orienteering group 
and they're going to be based down by the golf course this year. Okay. But their night orienteering thing is still going to be up, and they want to have that on Saturday night up at Chignecto. Okay. South, so I don't know how that will work. But anyway, they're going to be down lower for their big... Anyway, we'll, we'll sort it all out if it happens. Okay. If not, we can see if they want to move it to the fall, perhaps do a September one. Yeah. It may not get as big of a turnout, but... Um, if they still are interested and want to get geocaches in the park, we could do something like that. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 definitely there's nothing wrong with September. No, and it's it. and the program has gone over very well. Did very well last year, like two hundred and fifty yeah. plus attendees. I mean it was the yeah. biggest yet, so there's no reason to think yeah. that they wouldn't want to go that down that route somehow. But so. I think we can blame it all on the on the federal government. Yeah, with the cutbacks and such. Yeah. So, so that's the that's the deal with Fundy for anybody that was uh, interested in hearing. Um, Want a Skittle? I'll eat some Skittles. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm Ooh, a... orange, my favorite. <laughs> so recent caches, I went through the list and I just grabbed some names, some names that are familiar. Uh, Walden 07, ATV Girl, Cable Guy, Belladan, Wacky Jack, Team Bike Fast, Morash, Sergeant Pick. Of course, always Grey Beast is in that list. Yep. Uh, Stepnath, Fatback1980, and many, many more people have been hiding. Fatback1980. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, so lots of cash is coming out. I, I think could, a lot of people are scrambling to get number two million. Yeah, there's a lot of people pushing to get that two million. Yeah. Um, so let's let's uh, let's segue right into that because that's our, our our next topic. Because we're gonna yeah we're gonna have, we'll talk about the mega afterwards. But uh, so two million geocaches. So so that came out. It was Australia. I think is where the the two millionth cache actually landed. Yeah, it was a height three and a half, three and a half, I think. Oh, was it really? Yeah. I didn't. I lo I looked at the listing real briefly, but I didn't look. We should at call. I can't remember the the name of it or what it was. I'd like to see how many notes are on it now. Yeah, there was a lot of people posting notes on that. that it, it was cool for, for the first couple. Of, hey, congratulations, type thing. But then it started to get carried away. Yeah. And people were putting making flags of their country with smileys and posting <laughs> pictures of random stuff and. A lot of them. So there were some people promoting themselves with links to their websites. And oh, really? I never see. I never. Oh yeah. I just quickly scrolled and saw some of the. Well, notes. as soon as I saw there was a find, I started scrolling down to see who found it. Oh, okay. And somebody who was not in Australia put a TFTC. They had two hundred and forty-five finds. Really. And um, I mentioned it on Cash Up when we were talking, about it. I went back to look, and it was removed oh, either was by it? either by the person who did it or by the owner. Oh, okay. The, but it was a couple days, and it still hadn't been found. I'm sure it's been found by now. Oh, I would think, yeah. But it's pretty cool, cash that it's not a, a guardrail. Mm, not yeah. in North America, where we have so many caches, but away. Yeah, Which is true. kind of good for geocaching to get a little bit of worldwide... Not that they don't get it, but yeah. you know, it's, down, it's down under. And, yeah, that is that is cool. And it was the, the person's first hide. Oh, is it really? I didn't their realize. Very, their first hide. How do you top that? Oh, wow. First hide, and it's the two millionth cache. And at least it was, like I said, a three and a half, three and a half. So it was a, it was a decent hike. Yeah. A little bit of difficulty, supposedly. And, uh, that's that's cool. Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if Groundspeak would send them anything saying, hey, you know, congrats for being the, uh, the well, two millionth cache. They must have, because how would they, if they're acknowledging it's a two millionth cache, yeah, would they have sent them anything? Yeah. I don't know. That's, but uh, it's funny that there's a cache in the U.S., I think in California, that um, is claiming to be the one million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine cash, <laughs> and he's he listed in this thing all the reasons why, and he was quoting all these ancient scientists and on all these different things, <laughs> he, all the, uh, the calculations that he did to prove that he was this. Oh, nice! But he's claiming that cash, and that's the name of it. One point nine 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 ninth cash. Uh, it's, it's, that's it's, just it's a good funny. sense of humor and a good bit of fun. That is good, though. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, but it's just it's nice that it wasn't. Uh, you know, uh, a, a magnetic key holder on a, on a Walmart parking lot yeah. handrail. Yeah, that actually, it is nice that, that... I almost wonder if Groundspeak almost fudged it to make it not one of them. Well, it's, you know... Anything, I'd be tempted to do it if it was my company. I yeah, I would be too. Uh, you know, it, there's no way you'd ever know. Um, but, I mean, that's that's the one that they've said is the two millionth. And so, we'll, yeah. you know, we, we can trust that that's, that's actually the case. Um, but, it, it, it you know... The fact that it is, like you said, a three and a half, three and a half, that's really, that's kind of old school real geocaching where you have a little bit of a hike and a little bit of difficulty yep. and, you know, it isn't just a, a film canister on a guardrail or, in a, or an LPC at Walmart or whatever it might be. Yeah, the number two million doesn't, didn't really do anything for me. I'm thinking, wow, that's a lot of caches. Well, and that's... And you start to notice it now. That's, that's the thing that I was kind of thinking about was the fact that it didn't seem all that long ago when we broke one million. Right, because it wasn't. I yeah. mean, I've been caching for six years. 
So it was six years in Jan uh, last December, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, in that six period, that six years, there's been at least a million plus hides because I remember when we hit the one million geocache, that was a big deal. Oh, we've got a million active caches in the world. And now it seems like it, it took less than five years to hit another million. Oh, I don't even think it was that long. No, I th I, I want to say it's like three years maybe. Yeah, because when I started, New Brunswick was ahead of Nova Scotia by about 500. It was probably approaching 3,000. And PEI only had less than 100. It might have <laughs> wow. been 70 or so. Wow. And yeah. Well, there was nobody ca really cashing. Yeah, it, that's it, true. Did, it didn't happen until, you know, El Nimrod moved over. And yeah. And kaboom. Um, and the caches, you, you had to go and look for them. You had to go and find them. But now you don't really have to look much because they're all over the place. Yeah. Which I don't mind, personally. I don't care if there's caches everywhere, but it kind of takes away from going and finding a cache when it's so easy to find one. Yeah, yeah. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, really. Yeah, it's true. Cause, and that was kind of what I was saying. I mean, is it, is it better or worse? And, and I mentioned that. In the, I don't think it's either. In, the new, in that article I wrote, in the fact that you know, it's it's nice in the fact that there's so many, so if you want to go out and find one, it's it's relatively easy to, to go anywhere. I mean, I look at my map now, and yeah, I've got lots of smileys in the Moncton area, but I can, when I disable my show my finds, right, all of a sudden there's still plenty of caches in the area I can go to. Yeah. Um, but the other side of it is, is it does. It takes away a little bit from some of the old school geocaching where it was regular full-size containers and I, co I come back to that thing that cable guy put on the scribbles yeah. saying you know he was up north and he had travel bugs he couldn't find anywhere to put them because it was just a plethora of micros everywhere and you know micros have their place and i, I don't want to get into the debate micro yeah. versus traditional that kind of thing but you know it's 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 so much easier people just now oh i'll hang a i'll hang a micro i'll hang this and they're they are everywhere there's I, so many caches that's everywhere. something interesting i'd like to know is how many travel bugs are out there now? How many coins and travel bugs are actually... That's an interesting question. ...are actually moving? Like, what's the number? Is there a million moving? Is there 10 million moving? Is, is it go up? Is it going down? Are there less moving? or moving? active. Yeah, well, yeah, that... Well, active, that, that are still circulating. Yeah. Because there's probably at least half of the... Probably two-thirds of the ones that have ever been put out are lost. Oh, yeah, I mean... There's probably only a third of them. I think all mine are gone now, like all my coins. I, I have one that I somebody has it, and they haven't dropped it. I've emailed them and to no answer. Yeah, it's, I had the same uh, the thing. The rest are just completely missing. Like They're not in the cache they were put in. Yeah. I... But I'm just wondering how many there are. Is it still as popular as it used to be? Because at one time you went, always wanted to find a travel bug and you always wanted to move it. Yeah. But now you don't find them as often and then it's so hard. It, it almost seems like bugs tend to move... Uh, more so from cache to cache, they go from event to event. You see a lot of, you see yeah. bugs moving yeah. from events because yeah. I, I find myself doing that all. If I happen to, like I was in Montreal and I picked up two bugs from a cache, I brought them back here, hung on to them for quite a while, I never had a chance to put them anywhere and then when I went to the ice walk, I dropped them in the ice walk and now they're they're on their way. Now, whether or not they get put into a cache or they go to another event, yeah. you know, and so you see a lot of them kind of hopping from event to event because, I know, found. Five caches today. I was down in uh, Grand Bay by St. John, and I'll, I did four on the trail, and then another little. Uh, two of them are the, the big, the fat bison tubes. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can't put anything in them, and then uh, three of them were actually small to regular, like a peanut okay. butter jar where you could put there okay. was nothing in them. They hadn't been found since last fall. Hmm. I was the first one to find them this winter. All of them. Really? Along the trail. Maybe it's because it's on the trail, but yeah. the trail's right beside the road. Hmm. I walked through 10 feet of snow to get on the trail, <laughs> and I walked down the trail. Jeez. And, uh, but I could have put travel bugs in them. Hmm. I had two DNFs today. I had, I got two, two bugs left. One I, found, I, I drove by a cache, and I'm getting off subject, but I just want to say it. I was driving by this cache, and it says, I have permission from the owner to place this cache. And it was very specific details. It says... It's on the sign between the two signs. Okay. So I'm driving down the street, and I come to this corner of, a, of, a, of two roads, and there's a stop sign. One side has a stop, and another side has something else on the back of the stop sign. And it's probably three feet from the corner on somebody's property, right at, a bit, at an intersection. Hmm. And I, I drove by, so well, I'm not stopping here. i got no place to stop and park, and it's on someone's lawn. And uh, then I thought about it, and when I went and picked up Nemo, who was there at a meeting, we drove by, and he said, no, let's stop and get it. There was no traffic, so I stopped right on the road. We hopped out and had a quick look, couldn't find it. But caches like that, 
annoying me to a certain point. Because it's right in a neighborhood on somebody's lawn, basically. Yeah. And on an intersection at, at a stop sign. And it's really not the best place to be stopping. There's no place to park other than right on the road. Well, that's what I was going to say. It, it's more of a parking issue. More of a parking issue. Yeah. But there was some in Riverview that people did that. They went around and they put some on the base of bus stop signs. Oh, I remember that. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right on some people's lawns. Some of them yeah. you had to walk five, six feet onto a property. Yeah, that's... I, I Personally, I wouldn't hide a cache there. It just doesn't need... Do we need a cache at that corner? No, no we don't need a cache at that Especially, corner. I mean, it'd be one thing if that was your lawn. Right, if yeah, it's your it's lawn and you own that, okay, yeah. like you and you know, put right on. This is my house. This is yeah. five residents. Walk on my grass and get a park in my driveway if you want. Yeah, just like when I had the uh, I had one here at the house for uh, yeah. through the airways. You know, you had yeah. to you had to get the chirp off. I think BB Pad has one in his tree. Yeah, on, but he lets you know that it's his. Yeah, and you've you had I don't know if you still have the wireless one in your place. Well, the, it's the a Wi-Fi signal. You park by my house. And yeah, get, but still, you signal. have to be close enough to get a signal. So yeah. it is still, you know, part of the cache, kind of, is, is, yeah. is on your, yeah. your property. But to me, whenever I hide a cache, I always think of where are they going to park and access this cache. Yeah. I'm not going to put it on a on a guardrail, on a curve. Where you have to walk 200 meters up the road to get it. Yeah, that's true. There has to be a place. If I can't park there to hide it, how do I expect people to yeah, park there to find that's it? that's true, yeah. That's just mean. I'm not saying I'm the smartest cache around. <laughs> I'm not, but... I do think of those things, and that one just kind of irked me today. Hmm, that, interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I I didn't have to. I said had a quick look, but I was parked on the road. I couldn't stay long. Hmm. So, now, uh, did you happen to notice that there was a lot of fines on it if the cash was old? I'm or? the first DNF on it, but it oh. hadn't been found since November. Okay. That area, nobody had cash since. I don't think anybody cashed since last November in that area. Really? Yeah, and it's right in Grand Bay. Hmm. People are going to know what I'm talking about if they go look for it. <laughs> they look at my DNF. I didn't. I didn't like. I just don't like that situation. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I broke something yesterday. Well, I won't say it because C. Martello will get mad at me for damaging property. <laughs> I had a cache in a, a micro in a sign, and the plow pushed the sign over. Okay. And I went back, and I, somebody said it was on the ground. It wasn't on the ground. It was right where I left it. So I said, oh, maybe I can bend the sign. So I started to bend the sign back up because the plow would push it over, and it snapped. <laughs> so I just laid the parking sign down on the <laughs> on the ground beside it. It was It was only... 12 inches off the ground. Like it was almost completely oh, horizontal. Okay. Yeah. I said, what if it could stand back up? So I tried to lift it back up and boom, it cracked. It came off my hand. So I laid it down and I moved my cash to the next sign over. So it's about five meters off now. Oh, okay. So this is one of yours. One of my own one personal of your, ones. Yeah. One of your cash. And I thought, well, I'll just fix this sign. You know, the plow yeah. pushed it Play, over. You to public service, right? I thought I was doing good <laughs> and things snapped in my hand. They were going to have to fix it anyway. Yeah. It was only 12. You couldn't see it unless you were right up on it. So... It was kind of funny. And if My they, daughter laughed at me. And if they pushed the sign back, it was going to break anyway. They were going to break it off anyway. Yeah, so, so, so. It was kind of funny. So You can justify it that way. Yeah, I didn't get <laughs> it. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're off subject. But no, that's no, okay. no, that's, that's okay. So, um, yeah, we're talking about the two million caches. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's it's It makes me wonder now, you know, how long is it going to be? Is it going to be the same amount of time? In, in two years' time, we're going to see three million? And I think the only way we'll see three million is if other places other than the U.S., Canada, and Germany start hiding caches everywhere. Yeah, because the true. U.S., Canada, and Germany probably have to have over half the caches just in those three countries. Well, yeah, the U.S. is—I mean, you look on the well, look at the size. Look at the size of the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, like you yeah. look at you look at those two. Just well, you look at the U.S. I mean, even if you if it's you full. zoom out full enough, far enough, I mean, Canada, there's some sparks. Well, did you watch the video when they were populating the the? No, 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 no. The, I didn't the see Earth, that. and they were putting little green boxes everywhere, and the U.S. just goes fills right up quick. Really? And then you start seeing Germany, and then now down down. <coughs> New Zealand and Australia in that area, they're really starting to come on strong, too. There's a lot down there. Yeah, because I know certain parts of Europe are really, really... Like, Germany's big, yeah, big, big yeah. on geocaching, but I know, like, the UK, there's not a lot there. There's certain areas that there's a lot of caches. Um, but, like, I'm going to I'm going to South America in April, yeah. and I was looking for, you know, geocaches yeah. I can get there, and I noticed, like, there was, like, very, very little. And then... Uh, I think I was telling you I was I was supposed to go to India for work. Yes. And I went looking in New Delhi, and there's nothing. Yeah. There's like there's 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 very very few geocaches of any kind in India at all. I was quite surprised for an area that's as populated as as India is now, uh, with you know it's kind of a big booming area. Yeah. Did you ever see how they drive there? They don't use GPS. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know that I had a conversation about that today with a guy at work, but. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see for an area that seems to be to be up and coming and, and really booming that there wasn't much for geocaches. So it'd be you should uh, see if you can have an earth cache while you're down in Ecuador. 
an Earth cache in Ecuador. Yeah, I could, uh, I could try. I don't need to maintain it, right? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could try. Um. Hey. So I, I guess that uh, that's it for that. And we'll bring in uh, Natalie. We'll bring in Natalie. Tree Hugger 21. Tree Hugger 21 and talk about the Mega. So this month we have a uh, special guest, Tree Hugger 21, who's going to talk to us about the Maritime Mega. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. So, um, so the Maritime Mega, what, uh, let's, let's kind of start from the very beginning. So how did that, uh, how did that come to be? What made you decide to yeah, take... why? Why? And, and what, where did that come <laughs> I from? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> Um, I don't know really. When we had the first Maritime Mega, the Geobash in 2010, shortly after that was all over, there was a big discussion going on on the ACGA forums. Uh, people from all over the Maritime saying, you know, this is great. We should have another one. You know, who's going to host the next one? And, and at that time, I had thought about hosting one, but so did a lot of other people. So I kind of said, well, I'm going to wait it out, see what happens, see if anybody, you know, picks up the torch from there. Um, and then the conversation kind of just died off a little bit, and nobody really ran with it, um, including myself. You know, things got busy, and I just didn't really, you know, have time for it. And then more recently, around, you know, spring of last year, April, May, I started thinking about it again. And I said, well, you know, it's been a couple years now. You know, we're due for another mega. We've got a great geocaching population in the Maritimes now, um, you know, more than, than we even did back then. Um, so I started thinking about it. I started making some calls, you know, checking with some venues to see if, you know, Fredericton was even an option for a mega. It's hard to find a venue that can accommodate, you know, upwards of 500 people. Um, once I had a few of my kind of ducks in a row, I um, called up Gwen from, from Milo's Heart, and I said, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do it alone. Uh, so I called her to see if she'd be interested and see what she thought about it, see if it was, you know, doable. Um, and when she thought, she said, you know, it was a great idea, then we got a team together, and that's that's kind of how it all started. Okay. So it's kind of, it sounds kind of like, because I actually remember those, the conversations going on after the first Mega, because everybody and their dog was talking about the next one and the next one. And, yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember very, very clearly, I actually remember that, because I remember people were talking about wanting to have a Mega, wanting to have a Mega, and I'm like, you know... I, I remember saying, I think in a post or something, saying that, look, you know, it's a great idea, but maybe we should kind of wait a little while while the hype dies down and people actually start. And if you're actually serious about doing it, it'll actually move forward. And it went exactly as you said, right? It, all the interest kind of died and it didn't really go anywhere. So I was, I was pretty happy to see that, you know, somebody else had uh, picked up on the idea of doing a mega, especially here in New Brunswick. Well, and I had been thinking about it since that time, and it just, the opportunity never really came around, you know, the right moment to, you know, to have the time to invest into planning that. I mean, the, we, we've got a we've got a great team on the committee for the Mega. There's five of us. Um, like I said, when I started planning this, the first person I called was Gwen. Um, Terry from the, the other half of Miles Hart joined her team as well. He's our, he's our finance budget guy. Um, and uh, half of Coop Square uh, is on our committee. And when we started out, uh, Runner Girl was the fifth member. Um, since that time, she's, she's living in, in Arizona now, uh, so she's had to leave the committee, but she was a really big part in getting her website up and running. Um, and then after she left, um, Mad Puck came and joined the committee. Um, but it's a big commitment. You know, there's, there's five of us. We meet once a week, and our meetings run three, four hours. Uh, and then we all, you know, come out with, with you know, um, takeaways that we work you know, on during the week in between and that we try to get, you know, accomplished in between meetings. And, you know, there's planning, there's fundraising, there's, you know, everything. Cool. So, so I mean, there's obviously been some buzz and discussion about the MAGA and the event was published and the site was up and running. So how about you, you talk a little bit about the specifics of the MAGA, like the when, the where, the... What's, you know, the when, the where, the how, and that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Um, we're so looking forward to it. I think the event's going to be fantastic. Um, we've really got a lot of stuff planned. We, we, we meet on it every week, and every week we come up with fun new stuff to, to add to it. Um, it's going to take place the weekend of July 20th. Uh, the event itself is on the Saturday, the 20th. 
Uh, it's in Fredericton. It takes place at the huge Unfleming Forestry Complex. Uh, we've got a huge outdoor space there. There's going to be some games and things going on outside. Um, and then indoors, there's a big lobby area. There's an auditorium. There's a cafeteria. Uh, so there's going to be some vendors in there. We're going to host some workshops and seminars in the auditoriums. Uh, there's a cafeteria where we're offering a big meal at the end of the day. Um, and we've got all kinds of satellites, satellite events planned for the week as well. I think as of right now, the plans are we're going to start those events on the Thursday, and they're going to run right through till Sunday. And during those four days, four or five days, we've got at least seven or eight events. There's going to be some days, as long as they approve them, that we're going to have, you know, three events per day kind of thing. Uh, so it should really be fantastic. There's going to be, you know, lots to do all week long. Um, you know, whether you come for the day or come for the week, you know, we're going to keep you entertained. Cool. Um, we've got... Uh, a lineup of workshops. Zora, you're aware of those. You're hosting a few of them. Yes, um, yes. We're going to do some, some GSAC stuff. We're going to do some photography stuff, uh, seminar on where I goes, um, seminar on ticks. Uh, and we've also got at least one reviewer confirmed to attend. Uh, he's going to host a, a workshop on... Um, just the reviewing guidelines, how they go through publishing caches. There's going to be a Q&A period for people to ask their own questions. Um, and he's also going to talk about the earth cache process at the same time because the, the review process for those is a little bit different. And he's a great guy, lots of fun, really entertaining. So he'll be, he'll be a great addition to the, to the schedule. Cool. So what's the... Um, so you la launched the website back in November, I believe it was, right? Yeah. And uh, so how's the, how's the response been so far as far as people signing up and registrations and that kind of thing? Uh, it's been really good. Um, the registration's been open till, since November, and we're going to accept registrations right up till May 20th. Um, all you have to do is go on the website. There's a tab there for registration. You click on it. You follow the process. It walks you through purchasing a registration. If you want to go through the store and order geocoins and T-shirts and that stuff, you can do it, pay, all, pay for it all through PayPal. It's really easy. Um, registrations have been coming in. We've got most of the ones we've sold so far are actually from outside the Maritimes. Uh, we've sold a lot of registrations to people from Quebec, from Ontario, there's someone from Iowa coming. There's a few from Maine. We've got some from a little further out west, I think Alberta, um, around those areas. Um, some locals as well, um, Some quite a few from Nova Scotia. Um, we're still waiting for, for more registrations to roll in. Um, you know, a lot of the local people are waiting to find out, you know, what the summer vacation plans are and things like that. But, um, and that's something that we want to remind people. You know, um, the event's not till July, but registration closes in May. Uh, the reason for that is because we have to put in the orders for uh, the coins and the T-shirts and all the merchandise. By signing up and paying for the registration, um, that gets you a name tag and a lanyard. We've got swag bags filled with all kinds of really good goodies in there. Um, it gives you access to all the games and the workshops and the venue. Um, and it gives you access to the store, which is the only way you can get a coin is if you, if you um, buy a registration and go through the store. Okay, cool. So it's it does sound like then at least that as far as registration is going, I mean, we're it sounds like we're actually starting to see a lot of people from outside of New Brunswick, which was kind of it's very cool to hear, given that it's a maritime mega, you know, kind of based in New Brunswick. Yet your your audience seems to be much larger than just our our local geographical area. Yeah, we're really happy with the response we've been getting from outside of the Maritimes. You know, there's a lot of megas going on this year. We've got one on the same day as ours in the in the U.S. Uh, there's one in August, I think, going on in Quebec. Um, there's a lot of megas to choose from, and, and we kind of had some some competition in that sense. But we're really thrilled with the people coming in from you know from pretty far away that are making the trip down to to our little event here. So I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, that's because uh, I remember I saw, I think there's one in Boston that's happening on the same day, July 20th. Yeah, down in the Berkshires, yeah, on yeah. the same day. They had it uh, scheduled for a few weeks ahead of ours, and then they had a scheduling conflict with the venue or something like that, and they had to back it up, and then it turns out it's going to be the exact same day as ours. So. Hmm. Well, hopefully, I mean, still, I mean, I suspect even if you weren't getting registrations from outside of the maritime provinces you'd still get enough you'd still get 500 people just from the atlantic provinces alone because there's enough people that 
are around here want to go to Omega or they've never gotten the Omega icon, so they'd be coming anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, when you look at some of the events that we've hosted in the Maritimes recently, you know, the, the Bye Bye Winter Bash every year, the Fundy event last year, I mean, for just events that aren't advertised as Megas at all, to be able to get, you know, pretty close to 300 people, um, I, I think we should be able to do it with just, you know, like you said, just for, just people from the Maritimes and from the Atlantic provinces, we should be able to get close to 500 yeah, well, I would think so. I mean, like Fundy last year, we broke 250, and that, you know, that was, I think, the largest event in New Brunswick we've had it, uh, historically, and yeah. that's not a mega, so I mean, you know, when you talk mega, the moment you say mega, it's it's it has its certain connotation to it that people want to go to a mega, especially when it's close. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, we've got we've got a lot of things going on. I mean, we've got a reviewer coming. We've got Signal the Frog is is going to be there. Um, we're working on getting a lackey coming to Omega as well. It hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, and we've got a week's worth of activities. I mean, we've got everything planned from you know a canoe trip to tubing to you know a breakfast event. We've got all kinds of things that are in the works. Cool. So, so what's um, so we are March. So you said that registrations end in May. Yep. So for those who don't register, what's the good and the bad? Like, I guess, so the, the, the good would be, you know, they're not paying the registration fee, but you said that if you don't register, uh, you won't have access to certain things. Is that the case? Yeah, so essentially by, by purchasing a registration, they're $10 each, uh, and it's $10 per person. Um, that gives you, uh, like I said, the, the fancy lanyard and name tag will give you swag bag. It's all, all kinds of really good stuff in there. And then it gives you access to the entire venue. It gives you access to the store if you want to buy a T-shirt, if you want to buy a coin. We're not selling the coins on site. There may be a few extras that we sell, but there are going to be very, very limited quantities. So if you want to purchase some of the merchandise, like the coin, you have to you have to register. Um, and it also gives you access to all of the games and all the seminars. Uh, for those who don't purchase the registration, uh, you can come to the venue. Uh, you can walk around the grounds. You can sign the logbook. You can get your picture taken with the signal. Um, but we're going to have to limit access to... Um, some of the workshops and things like that. And, and big reason is because space is limited. Um, there's only so much seating available in the auditorium for, for the workshops, so we're going to reserve that for the people who, who've paid the registration. How big is the auditorium? Uh, it's, it's quite large. It fits about 250 people, I think. Okay, cool. So yeah. FYI to listeners, me and Ken will be doing a live podcast. I don't know how live it'll actually be, but we'll, we'll be doing a, a podcast recording at least from the... Uh, from the mega itself, and hopefully doing q and A Q&A and interacting with the the audience, whoever chooses to sit in on it, um, I'd like us to be actually live somehow. Get us live on the on Cash Up NB at the same time, but I don't know whether that'll happen. But it's it's at least we'll be interactive with the audience, so that should be uh, that should be kind of fun. Yeah, well, that's going to be really cool. We're looking forward to. To, to see in that podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we can make We're going to be, um, the, the design for the coin, uh, we just received uh, a couple weeks ago. We're still working on some last couple modifications for it. It looks really, really cool. It's a fantastic coin. It's one of the nicest ones I've seen. Um, Moon Girl, who's a, who's a local here in Fredericton, she's an artist, and she helped us with the design. Uh, she she drew the original um, artwork for it, and she's been working really closely with the, the coin designers on it. Uh, PhD coins um, out in Nova Scotia is doing the coin. Uh, it's going to cool. be a really fantastic looking piece. Uh, we're, we're really looking forward to having the, the proofs and, and you know seeing it cool. you know for, for for the real thing. Um, at this point, do you are you able to discuss uh, any of the vendors that would be there? Uh, we've got a couple of vendors confirmed. Um, Cash Emporium will be there uh, as a reseller of Landsharks, and uh, PHD Coins will be there as a vendor as well. Uh, we have a few others who have shown interest. They're not confirmed yet, so we won't talk about them just yet. Sure, absolutely. Um, but, that's yeah, that's that's kind of where we're going so far. Okay, cool. Um, Ken, do you have anything else to add to that? I can't think of too much. Got an email on the website today, Natalie. You can check that out. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. There's a question there. You or I could answer. <laughs> I'll have to check it when I when I get off the phone. <laughs> yes, it's not a hard question. You can answer it. <laughs> okay. The map uh, thing that I had on there stopped working completely, but I want to I'm going to keep working at trying to get that back up. Okay. Yeah, that was a really neat little feature to be able it to see just, where people were coming from, and it, it was an update, and it just died. And I've it, tried to yeah. 
Redo and that's it. why, like I was saying, like most of the people who registered are from away. You know, they're from outside yeah. of the Maritime. So, looking at the maps and seeing, you know, where everyone's from, it's, it's kind of cool to see, you know, the the type of response we're getting to this event. Yeah, I I, I really like the idea of the fact that we're you know we're seeing so many people interested in such an event from so far away. I mean, it, it's it is pretty cool. So, yeah. are you planning to put like a map up that people can pin their location up? Have you thought about that? At the event itself? Yeah, like there, I, I, some of the megas I've been to, they put on a world map at the van, event, and you could stick a, a stick pin where you're from to sort of say, and then that way when the whole thing is over, you could actually, very much like what Ken's doing, you know, virtually yeah. on the website, you actually do that for real at the uh, at the event. The places I've seen, it's always been done right near wherever the log is. Yeah, just as no, we've of... definitely got that in mind. We've, yeah. we've been planning on doing that. We're going to do a nice laminated map and do some pins that people can, can stick in there to show where awesome. they're from. and. You're gonna need you're gonna need a one for just Fredericton alone. <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, from Fredericton, we've got a really cool logbook planned out. That'll be really fun to get people to sign their names in the logbook. Cool. Um, do you have any other uh, final comments, things to mention that uh, that we haven't talked about already? Uh, no, I think we just about covered it. Um, MaritimeMega.com. That's our website. Um, you know, go on there and register. The sooner, the better. Um, you know, it's great to see all those registrations rolling in. We're, we check it, you know, probably 20 times a day, and we're always really excited when a new one comes in. So, you know, go ahead and, and buy your registration. Um, deadline's May 20th. So, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Excellent. Sounds good. All right. We're really looking forward to, forward to it and to see everybody there. Well, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be there. Yeah, I'll have to bring my wife because that's our wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Nice way to spend your anniversary. Is that at a least at least it's not a milestone anniversary. <laughs> it's only twenty two, I think it is. Twenty two. Yeah. All right. So not not such a big deal. No. Yeah. No. Cool. A geocoin anniversary, right? <laughs> there you go. Not a diamond. <laughs> not a diamond. She gets a geocoin as an anniversary gift. Nice. Yeah, and that's my birthday weekend too. So it'll be a big party. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well. Yes. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to uh, to talk with us and give us the uh, the lowdown on the mega. No problem. It's been great. All right. Sounds good. We may get you back again someday. All right. <laughs> Maybe after it's all done and you can tell us how it went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. So the next thing to talk about is just uh, some upcoming events, things like that, and, uh, and finishing off. Um, yeah, I did not fix the closing next month, so we can ignore that part. <laughs> okay. You can tell this is an old one. Um, so upcoming events, uh, as always, the breakfast events are, are ongoing. They, uh, always a popular event in the province. Um, Mactaquack Provincial Park event, I think that's uh, being run by Forest Fauna. I think that yes. was part of his program that he's got going on over there. Yeah. So he's uh, he's working with the park to uh, to launch a geocaching program in, in the Mactaquack Park, which is uh, <coughs> excuse me, which is pretty cool. I'm very yeah. interested to see uh, see how that goes. He uh, there's our our message. The phone didn't ring, but <laughs> no. Yeah, I was expecting an email from Tedagusher. Yes. Well, yeah, because he I yeah. I guess he's not paying attention. It must not be. Um, I saw an event, something about Northern Vacation. I didn't catch the whole details on that, but somebody's Northern Vacation event that they're... Is somebody coming here and hosting their I'm own not, event? I'm not sure. I, I should have, you know, my apologies for not looking into it in more detail. I didn't see it either, no. Uh, but it is in there. Um, I also noticed that uh, the flash mobs have started for May, so apparently there must be a flash mob day going on in May. There's at least two that have been listed. And I think usually May yeah. is the, the event day. Yeah. There's usually like a breakfast, a flash mob, and a dinner, and yeah, the, a whole bunch yeah, of things going on. There used to be stuff, but now I don't know if they'd allow that with yeah, cash stacking. Yeah, event stacking. Event stacking, yeah. They don't seem to... Uh, I noticed an event coming up in uh, in Grand Bay, um, a container swap event. They did one, and it was... They, somebody did one there, and they enjoyed it. That <coughs> okay. So they got another one planned there. Oh, so cool. They do, everybody bring a container, and they swap containers. Yeah, you're still, uh, you still haven't done your one with, uh, you're going to do something similar like that with Ninja Jedi. Yeah, I'll have to talk to him. we got <laughs> time coming out now. We could probably do one. Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, then obviously, you know, the, the Mega's coming up in July. Uh, we'll see what happens with Fundy in May, um, and, and we'll go from July's there. going to be a busy uh, event month. With the mega too, because all the satellite events. Yeah, there'll be a lot going on. And that'll be discussed. Yeah. Before, before, and after that, I'd be curious. 
I know that they don't allow multiple megas because you could get more than 500 attendees yeah. at satellite events, but they don't allow those to become uh, megas. You can only have the one. Uh, in a, uh, in yeah, a otherwise you could end up with, well, the Geo Woodstock could, could be 10 megas. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, other No mega stacking. No <laughs> mega stacking, yeah, I guess that's yes. uh, maybe that's where the event stacking thing came from. So, um,. I guess that's it for this month. I got nothing else. Yeah, I see your notes there. Now I know what you're talking yeah, about. This yeah. stuff from an old one. This is this is show notes. Yes, for those who are curious. So I'm re we're reading the show notes here, and it has you know what's coming up. I forgot to change what it says at the closing slash next month. So it says podcast to be recorded on the road back from PEI, and that's definitely not the case because we're not going to PEI next weekend uh, or next month or for that matter this year probably. We yeah, we don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, new cash up New Brunswick features to be announced, released. Well, we've already done all of that stuff. We don't have any. Uh... There was uh, an update on uh, Android Market today for cash up and Did you do yes. a change? Yes, I uploaded a. Oh my God, let me tell you. You know, I am an iPhone guy. I have always been an iPhone yeah. guy. I love my iPhone and my i stuff, and I'm I'm very content with that. We've had this discussion yeah. before. But I have to tell you, as somebody who, you know, I maintain the Cash Up app, it is a royal, and pardon my language, but it is a royal pain in the ass to get an update or even just an app into the App Store. Let me tell you, it took me a good hour and a half yesterday to get the, the update sent to Apple to do the, uh, to do the updated version of the app for Cash Up NB, because the old one didn't support the iPhone 5. Um, it didn't have the calendar. There's a bug in the calendar yeah. where it wouldn't list the uh, the events in the right order. Right. So you'd end up with them in, in out of order. Whatever order they were posted in to the okay. website is the order they would show up in right. the app. So I've switched it to use the Google Calendar feed in the order that they're they're running. So it should be, you know, most the farthest event out will be listed first, and then they're listed in reverse order. Sort of like the page to website. Yeah, same yeah. idea. So. You'll, uh, you know, like it'll show the mega and then probably, I think there's a breakfast that's coming up in, in, well, actually it'll be a mega, then a breakfast and a couple other breakfasts and so forth. Anyway, the process to, to do it for Android is painless. You yeah. literally like, I, I, I use our app maker to create the app and I say publish, I get the APK file and I upload it to yeah. the Google play store and it's done. But with Apple, you have to jump through all these hoops and I can't do it from a PC. You cannot publish an iPhone app from a PC. You actually have to own a Macintosh. So I don't own a Mac. I have a actually have a Mac emulator, not emulator, a VM yeah. virtual machine yeah. on my machine, so it boots up Mac OS X, and I can publish it from that. Um, but I really dislike the fact I can't just download the app and upload it from my PC. I have to use this Mac software to do it, and it was well, that's not. How Apple works. They they have their own sandbox, and no one else is allowed in their sandbox. Yeah, and I, you know, as much as I enjoy the platform yes. for what I like to use it for, as a developer, I can definitely see the the reason why people like to develop on the Android platform. Yeah. If you can tolerate Apple's BS with their their yeah. world, then that's fine. But uh, let me tell you, if you're looking ever considering doing an app. Uh, for the uh, for the iPhone or any of the iDevices, be warned. It's quite a process. Just well, they to... say uh, people like their iPhones because they're simple. And, and seniors like iPhones because they're simple. But my mother-in-law, who is... Well, she doesn't listen to this. She's 69, <laughs> called from Florida, wanted to know how to save a picture that was on Facebook. So my 20-year-old daughter was talking to her and says, okay, you got to hold the the, the, but, the the circle button. And she couldn't find it. She goes, there's a big circle on the bottom. Oh, yeah, hold that. Now push the button on the top to do a screen capture. There's no button on top of my phone. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. How do you turn your phone off? Uh, I use this this button up here. Oh, there's a button on the top of my phone. She said. It was nice. so funny. That so is... I make fun of my mother-in-law, and, and I go over once a month to clean up their six inches of toolbars that they have on top of their oh yeah. So you're telling, you're telling me that. Anyway, yes. yeah, talk about the iPhone. It's just such a funny story that there's they are easy to use. There's only the top button, the volume rocker, and the and the home button, and the home button. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you know. And she couldn't find it. Oh, there's no button on top. That's just She fun. called me one day and said her Gmail didn't have a send button anymore. So what do you mean? <laughs> there's, there's no send. I talked her through it and I said, okay, what's this? That. I said, what's beside it? She goes, oh, there's a send button there. I believe that is, yeah. yeah that's there's a, two, actually. That's one a, that's, top one at the bottom of Gmail. That's a, that's a user error. That's yeah, a exactly. pedcat, probably. Anyway, just trying to add some... Uh, time for this. Yeah, well, that's, and that's, like I was saying, so, yes, the, the, uh, the Cash Up app, was updated for Android. It was updated for, uh, well, will be updated because updates have to get a, go through approval through uh, Apple. 
but there was only the two, I guess you want to call them bug fixes, uh, fix for iPhone 5 and the fix for the calendar. Um, I While we're on the conversation, uh, yeah. there was a discussion. People were asking about being able to use the chat box, the scribbles from the app, because I, I have had yes. a, couple, a couple people ask. So I can tell you that... Um, that is probably not going to happen anytime soon. I would love to have that functionality built into the app, um, but because we, like, not to get into a long-winded discussion about how the app is built, but I didn't write the code for it. I yeah. use a, a third party to build it for us because yeah. it's a very basic app. Um, so because we do that, um, and now because we use your geocaching.com login, mm -hmm. right, you have to be logged into CacheUp in order to write on the scribbles. And because it now goes through geocaching.com, it's kind of overly difficult to build that functionality into the app. So that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. There's a way around that. Open up your browser on your phone, whatever you use. Yes. Go to Cash Up NB, enlarge. You said the, uh, right above the scribbles, there's an enlarge yeah, there's button. Yeah, a little pop-out button. A little yeah. arrow or something that yeah. makes it big. Bring it to full screen. Bookmark that page. Yeah, and then you can you can always go to that because I have I have cash up the main page bookmark and I have the the big scribbles bookmark. Oh, okay, okay. So cool. if I just want to go into the chat box, I cook my bookmark for that, that one, and it brings me right to that's, that. That's a really good idea, actually. And if I want to actually go to the site, then I go to the you site. Click on the site. Sometimes I, when I'm at work or something, I'll just go see if anybody's online chatting. It tells yeah. me who's online. You can chat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just sitting on my break watching TV or something. Okay. Yeah. So you can bookmark that specific giant page and have just the chat. Yeah. So whether you're whether it's Android or iPhone, you could just go straight. And it beeps. To, your phone beeps. Yes. Yeah, it will beep. Yeah. Every time you uh, somebody new writes something. I know that we had talked. Uh, I had a conversation with Evil C and sometime down the road. You know, yeah. maybe sometime whenever, uh, we might add a, a function to it that actually marks where you left off. So okay, you actually yeah. would know, like, the next time you log on, you could scroll down and there would be, like, a red line or something would tell you that this is where, when you when you logged off or you closed your browser or whatever. I just go back till I find my name. Well, that's that's usually what I do, but it would be, you know, if you were looking in the yeah. list and, you know, you're just curious, you could just have a marker of some kind. So that, you might see that down the road, but... It's, I think it's still set at 200, or is it 100? I think it's it's probably 100. Yeah. It might, maybe it might be 200, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we can put 1,000 if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, we but... could. It doesn't matter. The problem, when you do that, it takes, makes the page take longer to load because it has to load everything from the scribbles. Yes, that's Which right. is why, yeah. you know, I, I think 100 is a good number. Um, well, and you mentioned Evil C, which we haven't talked about in a while. He is still working hard in the background. Oh, yes. about and play stuff, and he's still involved with other things with the site. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, big, he's, he's been quiet, but he's still there. <laughs> shout out to, uh, definitely shout out to Chris because yeah. he's, he's our... Uh, He's our developer guy, so he's the one that's uh, that's helping us with that. He just did a bug fix yesterday. Yesterday, the day before, yeah. there was a, a bug in the fact that Coop Square tried to submit that article about the, the yeah, coin. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out. He uh, basically what happened is is that when with WordPress, you have to be considered a contributor in order to submit news, right. and anybody that was connecting with their GC account, yes. it was auto assigning them as subscriber, which means you can't submit oh, news. Okay, so okay. that was a I don't want to call it a bug. It was just the setting that had been set when Chris built that piece. Right. So he changed that. That's been changed. And anybody that was previously listed as subscriber, I went into their user access and changed it. Yeah, because only certain people could post a story without us having to approve it. Correct? Yeah, but yeah. And, but if you're a subscriber, you can't even submit for requesting approval. You have to be considered a contributor. Yeah. And anybody that's a contributor, they can write a story, they can submit it, and then it goes to us for to approval. Yes. So anybody that's an editor or hire can approve the story. Because I approved the story. Yeah, you, yeah you, and so, yeah, he put it in, and, and that I was... I did a little bit of editing on it, just to... It, just a spacing issue yeah. when I looked at it. Yeah. I, I didn't change any of his text. I just did a little spacing issue, and then I... Uh, I approved it because I was on Facebook when he was talking about that. Oh, okay, okay. And I said, what's the deal there? I don't know. And he said, I don't know either. But I said, I see it. It was okay. there. Okay. So. Yeah, so he, because uh, he had sent me a couple of messages and said, Matt, it's coming up, access denied. Is there anything you can do? And yeah. I looked, and that's what it was. It was his, because when a person registered the old way, you became a contributor immediately. Yes. But because now we're integrated with GC, it was just setting everybody as a subscriber, so that that's fixed. That was a WordPress. Issue. Yeah, that was a WordPress issue. Yeah. So that means that well, anybody cool. else that had tried to submit news would have gotten the same the same issue. So that's that's definitely been fixed. Uh, but we kind of put the like website features and stuff kind of put the, kind of table that. I mean, Chris is still kind of maintaining like he's doing this yeah, stuff. Things with, are okay right now. There's, 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 there's no there's no need to do any other major updates. I mean, we have some ideas and stuff, but the next update might be a, if if we do get a product store, but. 
I don't know if we're going to do a store or just uh, people submit what they want. They could email or, or do a form. Yeah, or, I mean, whether it's through us or we just get uh, Cash Emporium to handle, we can just give them our stock and they can handle all the orders and that kind of thing as well. We could do Yeah, the, depending on how that works. Yeah, yeah we can run through them yeah. or you could create a form. Yeah, just regardless, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can kind of go from there. So don't expect any major website feature changes, just bug fixes and stuff like that. It'll just be uh, focusing on the swag. Yeah. So it's the year of swag. The year of swag. So um, that's all I got for this month. How about you? Anything left, uh, uh No, I think I've complained enough. <laughs> Next month is April. What's going on then? Just yeah. the bye-bye. The bye-bye winter bash stuff will be going on. It's to be the... And neither one of us are going to be there for that. Yeah, and either of us are going to be there. town. So. so we can't really do a story on that. But maybe we'll... Uh, maybe we'll get... Uh, wait till the week after. Maybe do it in the end of April and have... Uh, Somebody come on. Yeah, um, yeah I was, I was going to say, maybe maybe, uh, maybe Gwen and Terry could come on and, and give yeah. us the rundown on how it went. Because I think that they're doing it at a different venue. And maybe by then they might have uh, some news on a website or something. Yes, too, so. yes, because they're, they're definitely looking yeah, at so getting it. So maybe we'll talk to them and have them as guests next month. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I'm sure they'd be contest and how much smoother it went this year with the new automated system. Yes, yes. I'd be curious to see the, the results of that. And whoever the winners are, we can, we can announce. Yeah, so team. maybe let's just tell people now, don't expect it till the end of February or uh, end of April <laughs> end of April yeah yeah because I'm I have two day I have a couple days off at the end of April so we can yeah 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 all right we'll, we'll maybe do even that. make a drive up and do it at their place yeah we could something. that we'll would be a bad out. idea so all right well we'll we'll leave it at that okay and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you at the end of April next month see ya bye.